I don't live in the 1990s anymore. This is this is this is modern day times. <laughs> and if I want to binge something, yeah. It's oh, my you prerogative. You want to like you want to wait till it's already ready and then yeah. you watch it. Yeah. This whole business of like um go, we're going to release one show a week? No. Yeah, yeah. No, sir. You're listening to a local church podcast hosted by my dad, Pastor Ryan Marco. Be sure to leave a review and share this resource. Love God, love people, make disciples. And we're back. <laughs> hey, you got so me all fired up there, Ryan. I it was, was uh, kind of a little excited. Hey, a little aggressive sounding. <laughs> uh, so the podcast, right? We yeah, here we are. I haven't done anything. Releasing one show a week. Every Wednesday. <laughs> Like you don't like. <laughs> right, no. <laughs> um, but, I mean, I guess the listener, if you're listening to this, you could go back and watch. True. Or listen to. And that's that's exactly the point I was making. Yeah. Like, now that that show has been all released, yep. I can go back and watch it at my leisure. I like it. Yeah. And so someone, you know, down the road who's listening to this. Yeah. yeah. If you know, you're in Germany, 5% of the listeners are in Germany. Hello. Oh, Brecken Sie Deutsch. Yeah. Um, but you can go back and listen to all 75 episodes prior to this yeah, one. you got tons to And binge. catch up. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So here we go. So new format. It is a new format. Uh, so this is kind of, uh, there's a lot of changes going on, right? Uh, Noah was the interim sidekick, yeah. right? The sidekick podcast maker, right? Yes. Even the intro is different. Right. Uh, oh, yeah. We didn't even talk about that. It yeah. just happened. Yeah. So how very cool is it for little Emma? It's awesome. I'm excited uh, for her to be a part of this venture. And so new format, new people, new sidekick, new side host, co-host. So, uh, okay. Yeah. You're I like it. it. I mean, yeah. Hey, I've been on here a couple times. Yep. And so, I mean, I'm Ryan Allen. You know, I guess if we need to state that. Has it already been said? Did the big voice say it already? No. Ryan no. Allen is uh, here at our local church. We'll yep. start there. Okay. Deacon, worship leader, life group leader. You just helped... Handout, you're a servant, right? You do uh, you do yeah. a lot of stuff here. Yeah. Uh, in been, the, a, been it, a member here 20 years. 20 years? Yeah. You've got Dang. a membership card by now, don't you? Like, I, you've got, I, like, you know, a I would think space. that probably earns me something. <laughs> and <laughs> civilian side, civilian side sounds military, but civilian oh, yeah. side. So I am you, an assistant principal yeah. at an elementary school. Yeah. Yeah. Breckensee Deutsch. <laughs> uh, so, and those. You know I what? Think, I didn't even talk. Speaking of that, yeah. I'm going to. Oh, no, finish your thought. I'll no, no, those. I think both of those experiences, all the the stuff that you bring to the table, is going to be really good for podcasts, for conversation, things like yeah, that. Yeah, it, well, it, you you said Breckensee Deutsch. I, I know zero German. I can count to ten in German. Nice, but I I didn't even t- I didn't think I've told you this. And I'm 21 days strong of German of Duolingo. Oh yeah, Spanish. Spanish. Yeah, I've oh man, I don't even want to open mine up. I'm going to open it up just to see. I don't think I've opened mine up in like several Your weeks. Your Duolingo? Yeah. They give you a little flame for each day that you do. Yeah, I, I know it's cool. I am crushing three weeks in a row. I haven't missed a day. I'm going to, I'm going to, does it make a sound? I don't know if it makes a sound. I don't know. Yeah, it makes a sound. It makes all kinds of sounds. So yeah, little, there's the little, little bird with, little, the, with the eyes. Yes. Yeah, he's winking at me like, hey, you haven't been here in a while. <laughs> uh, it says, good to see you again. <laughs> haven't seen you for a while. Let's get back into learning Spanish. There you go. Uh, I have, I, yeah, I am doing while. it because. My our school system locally has uh, a large number of what are known as EL students. Yeah. So that's English language students whose primary language is not English, and so they are one having to learn to speak a language that's 
you know, not native to them, and then two, learn what, you know, school. And yeah. so it's doubly hard for them. And so I, I'm trying to connect with those those kiddos and that those families. And it's it's going to take me a while. Through three weeks of Duolingo, Ryan, yeah. I'm like, uh, yo quieres, you know, yeah, some yeah. pretty simple. Yo quiero Taco Bell. <laughs> yeah. A lot of that. Yeah. yeah, it's very, very simple. Um, you know, I took Spanish in high school and you had to conjugate verbs. And, yeah, yeah, you did like grammar stuff. Right, none formal, of that. It's, formal Spanish. Right, yeah. it's supposed to be, I guess, uh, embedded kind of in language and, yeah. I don't know, you I'm need still more, pretty fired you need, up. You need to go like on a, on a, like a semester abroad yes. and, and get like I wonder if the entrenched. church would sponsor me to do that. Yeah. Maybe my school will sponsor me. You think a elementary school would I, sponsor me? I think, <laughs> I think if, if the superintendent is listening, I think. If anyone's listening that can pull strings, I think every, I would say one admin in each school and a few teachers in each school should immerse themselves into a language that they reach in their community. I think that's be really important. Listen. Yeah. We're just going to start a movement right I, now. I think that, that should just be. happened. I think that that should be. So there's changes in the podcast. We're still going to push one out <laughs> once a week, right? We try Wednesday. It's going to yeah. be kind of difficult. Maybe on Sunday we release one. I don't know. Right. Okay. Um, so it, it'll be once a week, like, like per use. Um, but just the formatting will be a little bit different. We're still going to be a local church podcast for now. That may change in the future, but we really want to hit what the Bible says to the local church. What, why does it matter? You know, how does it affect the things going on in the world? How does it affect us here at a local church setting? Um, and then we're just gonna talk about the things of the day, right? Um, yeah. history, uh, the news, whatever's going on, holidays, all that good stuff. If someone went back and listened to all 75 episodes prior to this yeah, one. Yeah. There have been several format changes along the way. Yeah, so at first it started out as Pastor Ryan podcast yeah. and then I thought that was like too ego it was too uh egocentric. It was too it. it was too like hey, is it sounding big headed for me to have my own podcast with my own name? Right, that kind of thing. You are pretty awesome. Though. Um but so I changed it to a local church podcast like yeah. it's for the church, right? So if right. you have questions about faith, the church, theology, in just anything in general, send it in. A local church podcast at gmail.com yes all one word uh, i have i have emailed yes that you have address uh so let's get into it today okay. we're going to pick up in malachi we've talked about malachi the last few podcasts we're going to pick it up i want to talk about the passage that we did this morning yep. uh, in our worship service malachi chapter 2 10 through 16 i want to set you up a little bit uh if you're just now joining us malachi is a prophet of god it's a minor prophet so it's more focused on a specific people about specific issues specific time period, that kind of thing. And the people of God have been returned to the promised land. They're, they're no longer in exile in Babylon. Uh, temple has been rebuilt. Wall has been rebuilt. But they're not experiencing the prosperity that they once had, you know, when the nations were beneath them, in, in, in a sense. And so they're, they're beginning to be, like, really haphazard in their worship, uh, in their covenant with God. And God is reminding them who he is and who they are and how this all fits. And he wants to restore them and renew them into a right relationship with him. Uh, in the chapters to come, he's even going to mention, like, there is one coming, the one you're waiting for, right, to right all the wrongs. He's coming. It's just around the corner. Um, and so uh, renewal, restoration, that's kind of the goal of this. Just before we get into it, Ryan. Yeah. Everybody at times needs to be brought back totally. <laughs> onto the right path. Um, yeah. You know, we all head down dumb roads and we make silly decisions all the time in our life. Right. We need someone in our life that can kind of just walk with us and bring us back, right? Yeah. I, I mean, last week when we talked about it, 
uh, you know, upstairs that, you know, there was the comparison of, you know, a loving parent yeah, yeah. who the child wants to put their hand on the stove and you're like, you know, no, that's not good for you versus, you know, this whole argument of, oh, you know, a, a loving parent always loves and yes, a loving parent always loves, but there has to be discipline involved in that, you know, to demonstrate the love. Otherwise, it's just. Poor parenting, right? It's anarchy. <laughs> yeah, it's just crazy town. Uh, Everybody gets a trophy. <laughs> yes, I used a couple of passages in the intro to kind of piggyback off that. Job chapter 5. We all know Job's story. Mm -hmm. uh, Satan goes to God and says, I bet Job will turn from you. Uh, and God says, yeah, go for it, but you just don't don't touch him, right? Um, that's at the beginning. Yeah. And then towards the end, he's got like boils. He's sitting in at I mean, it's just it's miserable, right? And this is what Job says about God and discipline in particular. Job chapter 5, 17 and 18. Behold, blessed is the one whom God reproves or disciplines or corrects. Therefore, despise not the discipline of the Almighty, for he wounds, but he binds up. He shatters, but his hands heal. Right? There is the one that God loves, he disciplines. Um, woe to the one who doesn't feel God's discipline right. uh, in life and just is allowed to just keep going down the dark road. I mean, just atrophied. Yeah, it's uh oh. Our passage. Yes. Malachi chapter two, starting in verse ten through sixteen. Have we not all one Father? Has not one God created us? Why then are we faithless to one another, profaning the covenant of our fathers? Judah has been faithless, and abomination has been committed in Israel and in Jerusalem. For Judah has profaned the sanctuary of the Lord, which he loves and has married the daughter of a foreign god. May the Lord cut off the tenants or tents of Jacob any descendants of the man who does this, who brings an offering to the Lord of hosts. And the second thing you do, you cover the Lord's altar with tears, with weeping and groaning, because he no longer regards the offering or accepts it with favor from your hand. But you say, why does he not? Because the Lord was witness between you and the wife of your youth, to whom you have been faithless. Though she is your companion and your wife by covenant, did did he not make them one with a portion of the Spirit in the, their union? And what was the one God seeking? Godly offspring. So guard yourselves in your spirit and let none of you be faithless to your wife of your youth. For the man who does not love his wife but divorces her, says the Lord, the God of Israel, covers his garment with violence, says the Lord of hosts. So guard yourself in your spirit and do not be faithless. That's our passage today. Uh, it's only six verses. It felt longer. It, it feels so really I, long, yeah. I, you know what? Break it down. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the, the very beginning, verse 10, Malachi starts with we. Why are we faithless towards one another? So he, he doesn't just, he's not like correcting and reproving a people as if he's like on an you, ivory tower, yeah, right? Yeah, saying yeah. like, you are bad. But he's saying we, the royal we, like we are in this together. Like yeah. we are all being disciplined by God. Uh, because we are faithless towards one another. And what does that mean? So first, they walk away from the covenant of God. They they no longer worship right. They no longer even see the love of God in their life. Um, and it plays out in them, their relationships to one another. They're faithless towards even one another, right? right. Uh, the cross of Christ reconciles the sinner to a holy God, but also reconciles the sinner to others, to each other. Mm -hmm. uh, and so when you walk away from God, it plays out in being faithless towards our brothers and sisters from a bigger perspective yeah. like they were in bondage for bondage 70 like years slaves 
Like, we conquer you, now you're my slave, we're going to take you to our country. Yeah. So they had to, like, leave their land, and they were up there 70 years. So prior to that, there were prophets who were like, turn back to God, yeah. or it's going to get bad. Yeah, something then, is going to happen. <laughs> right, and then obviously it did, and then God redeemed them from that and said, okay, go back home. Yeah. And so they got to come back home, and they're like, oh, but it's not as good as it used to be in this whole whining business. Like, the concept... <laughs> A, what was happening in Israel when they were in bondage? Like, were the, just the. Have you ever seen uh, the movie I Am Legend? Yes. You know Will Smith and the. <laughs> yeah. So you're picturing Israel, the 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 area of the Promised Land is just being deserted. Yes, totally deserted. <laughs> like l the the nature has taken back over, and yeah. maybe that's why they had to rebuild the walls and all that stuff. Like, I don't know if it was truly deserted or not, but secondarily. I kind of went crazy there for a second, sorry. <laughs> but when they all like return and they're like, this isn't as great as it used to be, and let's complain and whine about it. And I feel like God would be like, I just delivered you. Yeah. Like, you're not in slavery anymore. How can you not yeah. give everything? Yeah, you go back to Egypt and right. God rescues them from slavery way before this moment. And in their, in the desert, before they even get to the promised land, they're like, we want to go back. Yeah. We want to be slaves. It was better. At least we had bread. Yeah. It's, it's, I've used this before. Like, why do we sin? Because we love it. Yeah. We love to sin. Why? It's our heart. Our nature is to sin against the God that we love or that we say we love. And we look at Israel and we can say like, they're silly. Like yeah. over and over and over again. Like, why aren't they getting it? We can look in the mirror and say the exact same thing. Right. right? Why are we faithless at times in our lives? Like, when I look at the checkbook, especially now with all the the prices of everything going up, it's like, where's God like supposed to be blessing me in this in this <laughs> moment? Like, like uh, I need to buy a lottery ticket because I can trust that more than God. Wow! Right? Yeah. yeah. Um. Well, that and, and coincidentally, that just happened. Yeah. Like in the past couple of weeks, it was a a billion, billion dollars. dollars? Yeah. 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 Like and like and the only reason it goes to that level is because everybody's like. Ooh, I could win. Yeah. I'm gonna go spend my money. And do I this don't thing. need God, but I need a billion dollars. <laughs> that's what we're saying. I mean, yeah. essentially, that's what we're saying. I mean, we don't break it down like that. But, but anyway, this faithlessness plays out in two ways. That in just in this passage, we're not gonna go real deep. Um, but one in their marriage, they're faithless in their marriage, but they're also faithless uh, through divorcing their wives haphazardly. Uh, this was an issue in Moses's day, an issue in Matt and uh, Matthew. Matthew was one of the disciples, but Jesus's day. He was even asked about, you know, what is biblical grounds for divorce? Moses gave certificates so that we can do it right, right, mm -hmm. legally. And Jesus kind of lays it out there. But marriage is important to God. We talked about that a little bit this morning. Right. We don't we don't see that often in our lives. We, I mean, if you're married in a church, you hear verses, you hear passages about, you know, love is kind, love is, you know, patient, right. all that good stuff. But we looked at Ephesians chapter 5. Marriage is a picture of Christ and the church, right? I love how you put that this morning, and, and you talked about definitely Ephesians and, and other things, but one thing that I thought about while you were preaching um, was, you know, marriage was invented by God. Yeah. It is, it is, it is his, right? Oh, and, oh yeah, when I said, like, we don't get to redefine it, that I, kind of thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and that's what's happened in yeah. our society. Like, it's become a legal thing. It's become like, well, we can get married for tax purposes yeah it's a you piece know, of paper now it, yeah it's yeah. it's a it's become like a a a contract that in the eyes of the government we're going to be married and whatever and then you, you yeah. follow that road I mean, to the to the <laughs> nth degree and you're like well who can get married blah, 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 all that yeah, yeah. silliness <laughs> but the when you were 
preaching this morning and said that, you know, God invented marriage. And when we do it in his design, you know, it's a contract for life that he blesses, that it is. And, and our marriage, and I wrote this down when you were, when you said it this morning, our marriage is a picture of Christ and the church. It should be like that. That's, and and we don't think about it like that hardly. Right. Uh, I would say even as a pastor, I don't think about my marriage as a reflection of Christ and the church 24 seven. Uh, but I want to go down the road you, you kind of brought up is like two incomes are better than one, <laughs> right? <laughs> and so there might be a lot of people that get married because uh, financially there's some security there, right? There's mm-hmm. safety there. Um, I mean, what, like say I have, you know, children out of wedlock. Well, I, I need a, a dad or I need a, a mom for these kids, right? That kind of thing. Um, uh, but we don't look at the, the picture of it being instituted by God. Yes. But also, it's a picture that God created through the joining of a man and woman of Christ in the church. And so mm-hmm. that's kind of where we went with it a little bit. Uh, but the second thing is they're doing faithlessly is they're divorcing just just willy-nilly. Um, this certificate of divorce that they talk about in Matthew um, is from Moses. Moses saying, if you want to divorce your wife, you need to give her a certificate, like legally let it, releasing her from this marriage. But they were divorcing for silly things. Like if my wife burnt the toast... I could give her a certificate of divorce and everything would be good, right? Mm-hmm. That kind of thing. And so they bring it up with Jesus and Jesus is like, hey, wait, woo. Like the instance is sexual immorality. Mm-hmm. And then if you go to 1 Corinthians, Paul says abandonment by an unbeliever. Uh, and we're going to unpack that a little bit this evening in our evening uh, service. But the uh, sexual morality, we, we, we can all kind of read that clearly uh, that if there's a, a husband or a wife who is being sexually immoral outside of the union of that husband and wife relationship, that is a reason that's a grounds for divorce. Not the Bible never encourages divorce and never even promotes it, but it says there are grounds for divorce. And that's one of them. Uh, the second one being abandonment by an unbeliever. So if a believer marries an unbeliever, if that unbeliever just says, you know what? I don't want any more of this God stuff. I don't want any more of this family stuff and just totally walks away with their financial piece of the puzzle uh, and just leaves them. That's abandonment. Um, that is another grounds that Paul specifically mentions um, for divorce. Mm-hmm. The third way that Jesus talks about is death, right? That's that's the third option, um, till death do us part. Well, yeah. it's part of, you know, the reason we talk about it and the reason we're looking at it right now and, and discussing it is not to say, I love how you brought that around this morning, not ha- not to say, you know, if you've, if you've been through a divorce, you've disappointed God and you should, you know, it's, you've, 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 you've messed up, right? Yes, whatever, get right with God. Um, but secondarily, I I think, a a a a better, it's a, it's a, it's a look forward concept. So when we, when, you know, it's like how you said it this morning, if your marriage is on the rocks, you know, that's a quote we use all the time or phrase we use on the rocks. Like, how are we going to turn that around in light of God's mercy and what he's done for us? Or, like our girls were, you know, up there and they're not ready for marriage yet. They're still, you know, about to finish high school. But that's stuff that needs to be foundational to them. Yeah. Because in our society today, 
marriage is a kind of a convenience thing and it just, you know, okay, we're going to get married now because you're super hot and I want to hang with you more yeah. often. You know, you're really more, more likely than not. That's where it starts. Like, yeah. Hey, I like your face and I think we could, we could do this. Right. right. Like, and then your face yeah. changes and you're like, wow, this isn't fun anymore. Yeah. Or it gets hard and marriage does. It's a, yeah. it's a, it's, you have to work at it, but so many people don't see it as a, a, a lifelong commitment. And until we make that clear to our children and to anyone who's going to get married, I know you and I both have performed marriages and the wedding, the marriage counseling that goes into that, that's a huge part of it. This yeah. is for life. This is, you know, this is a, this is a God thing. Yeah. yeah. Oh and, yeah. I think you have to go back to God instituted it. Right. And it's for a purpose right, right. now. Now there's other, you can read into the scripture, even in this passage, he says, why does God, you know, want you to have godly marriages for godly offspring, right? right? So that this continues, it's generational. It's not just like, it's not just like, Hey, you have a crush on this dude, let's get married. Uh, and then see how this thing grows. No, it's like God has brought us together for a reason, for a purpose, right? It's to reflect Christ in the church, but it's also to produce godly children. Like yeah. I'm Go pointing my, I'm pointing my children to Christ, right? That yeah. kind of thing. Uh, it's a huge topic. Yeah. And, and you brought up, you know, I didn't go very i didn't i didn't do well with the application piece as far as folks that have already been through the divorce other than like hey that's not your biggest problem is not that you've been through the divorce right but but we do need to hit here specifically if you have been divorced for anything outside those reasons we already talked about unfortunately that's the cultural norm right mm -hmm. you're you're not you're not less than in god's sight you're not right. you're, you're not you know piece of trash you're, i mean you, you're not you're not less in value to God. If you have breath in your lungs, there is an opportunity for you to turn to Him. Uh, just because you've been divorced doesn't make you any dirtier or any filthier than anybody else, right? Say I've cheated on my taxes, I'm just as guilty, right? Right. Um, and so just know that um, we've all been touched by, or our family's been touched by um, divorce. There is hope, right? Even for the one who has been divorced wrongly, um, there is hope in Christ. Absolutely. So, yeah. That's a, uh, and that's how Malachi starts it. We. Right. Yeah. We're all in this together. We're all figuring this thing out. We all need to turn to Christ, God, uh, you know, because we've all it, the the covenant. And I and, you know, obviously he used marriage as as an example, yeah. like God cares about marriage. God cares about divorce. Those are the two things we talked about today. But even in a bigger picture, you know, it's about our our relationship yeah. with him. I mean, if, if I'm flippant with God, I'm going to be flippant with everything else in my life. Yep. That's that's I didn't say that, but that's the reality is if I don't love God the way he calls me to love him. Right. If there's if in every aspect of my life is going to be affected by that. Right. Either I follow God or I don't. Um, and so even in my marriage, if I'm not right with Christ, it's going to be really hard for me to lead my family to Christ. True. Uh, and so, yeah, that's that's our passage tonight. We're going to kind of go uh, a little bit deeper, not too much, probably. And then go to the next section, chapter three, where. Really, God is starting to say, hey, there's one coming. Like, you've been in this waiting period, and you're kind of walking away. You're wavering, right? Your mm -hmm. faith is wavering in this covenant. He's coming. He's coming. You just hold on. Hold fast kind of thing um, tonight. So, yeah. Daylight savings time. Am I right? <laughs> it's such a smooth transition, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Last week was daylight savings. This gets everybody every year, and yeah. everybody asks the same question. Do I go forward or backward? Yeah. And for me, I don't know if it was just me, like maybe I'm smarter than everybody else that's listening to this, but if you are, if it's in the fall and you change your clock, you're falling backwards. You're taking an hour off, right? You're, yeah. you're falling behind. So if it's 11 o'clock, I'm going to 10 spring, I'm springing forward and I, and I take an hour away from me. So I move the clock up 
but we all get confused. I even get confused every year. Yeah. Right. Um, but luckily, smartphones. Smartphones. You don't man. have to think about it at all. That's right. It does it for you. You just it, it, it's two o'clock a.m. <laughs> twice. But then all your your your, your, your analog it, clocks are like an hour behind now. Everything. Yeah. <laughs> or, we have yeah. this we have this big giant clock on our wall. Yeah. Yeah. That it's it's not it's like the mechanism that moves the hands is about four inches big. And the hands stick way out, point toward these numbers that are just stuck on the wall. It's like kind of like a, you've seen it. Yeah. It's am I, did I describe it well? Sure. So <laughs> well, anyway. on 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 his wall, it's a painted wall. It's a normal wall. Yeah. But there are um, what's the sticker that sticks? But it's not sticky. It's uh, it sticks by yeah, like a fathead thing. Yeah, but it's it's uh, I don't know. It's clingy. Yeah. That's the word we're going to use, but okay. you you've cleaned the the, yep. the lines for, for the numbers for the, for the, for the minutes. Old yeah. geometric and hours has the Oh numbers. my goodness, it's, it was very complicated cool. to get it up on the wall. It's very cool. So to 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 fix it, you just remove that little mechanism where the hands come out of it, yeah. and you just kind of have to wind it. But it's not like crazy precise. You know, this thing points. Well, because you're that you've created on the wall, yeah. right? So I got up there to I had to stand on the couch to get up high enough to do it, and I was trying to figure it and then line it back up and no one was home great i'm grateful for that because it was very not graceful when i had to you know when you have to wind those clocks and hang it and fall and it was kind of yeah. embarrassing but no one was there regardless your point like the stove the microwave you have to change all those they're not mine aren't smart microwaves i guess they have those yeah i mean i'm sure they do I, do you ours... a smart you have a you have a smart refrigerator it's smart in a sense, like if you tap one door, it lights up and you can see what's inside of it. That's so cool to but me. But I don't think there's a clock, now that I'm thinking about it. The clock, get, our clock's on yeah, the oven so and the microwave. You don't waste, I tell you what, Ryan, and this, uh, mom, my mom listens, so mom, <laughs> you know I do this. They, they make fun of me. Like, I can walk into my mom's house and be like, yo mom, what up? And the first thing I do is go to the refrigerator. Yeah. Does I, she have a smart, like a She tap doesn't, tap? but yeah. I need to buy her one because... Yeah. I can't tell you the amount of electricity that I waste. I'm not <laughs> just even hungry. opening the door. It's just like a Pavlov's dog. You know, yeah. I just when I go to mom's, I have to go check out her refrigerator. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's uh, that's a good thing to do. I, anyway, I, I need the tap so I can just see what's inside. But our but I say that so it's only so like there's two doors on that one side. You can open the door just to what you can see in that little window. Yeah, and that's like milk and tea usually. Okay, or Gatorade. But then you open the bigger door and you get into the refrigerator. Right. But, so, okay. can you see behind the milk and the tea? I mean, yeah. I mean, it's 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 translucent. Oh, translucent. It's transparent. It's transparent. There's nothing there. It's yeah. like it's open. You can stick your hand through there if you want to. Um, but you have to open up one. Oh, get to that front. They have them. That's and then like, open up the whole thing. It's like Star Trek. Like yeah, you, you could do the whole on thing. The window yeah. and the whole thing goes. Yeah, we clear. were. I think ours is like on the very first part of that futuristic or fridge thing. Wow. Yeah. Still. Yeah. But your clock doesn't change itself. Yeah, the clock. There's no clock on the refrigerator. Oh. Oh yeah, <laughs> I'm thinking of appliances with clocks. Yeah, there we is a no, clock. No clocks on the refrigerator. There's a thing at the in the house or the Senate. I don't know which one's which, where folks are trying to stop do away savings. with it. Like, do away with it. I did some googling. Um, I think the goal the goal of this little site this is sleepfoundation.org. I can neither endorse or make you not go to that website. Right. But it says, as of now, daylight saving time 2023 is set to start March 12th, 2023, with efforts to make it permanent stalling in the house. So they want to start it next year, March 12th, and that's it. Not fall back. Yeah. And I'll just only spring keep forward it. and keep it. Either, either we're going to spring forward then and keep it, yeah. or we're not changing it and keep it. But 
it's stalled. I don't think we're ever going to vote for that. I because I, I think that's agriculture, right? That has something to do I with. I think it has to do with agriculture. Yeah, like the big farm corporations are not going to. They're not going to adjust to that. They 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 need the they need the day. There are there are places that don't observe yes. daylight savings time. I wish we didn't. Right. But. So like I used to live in Indiana, and in, there are portions of yeah. Indiana that half the year you're on Central Time Zone and half the year you're on Eastern Time Zone because they just stay the same, and everybody else changes that hour. Yeah. So because so they just are consistent. But you know when you're watching your shows on TV and you're like, hey, it comes on at seven. Well, is that Central or Eastern? Because <laughs> we don't ever change. It's yeah, this is it's a, a thing. It's really, yeah, that's a thing. Seasons. It only bothers me for about three or four days. I don't really care. You don't? Like, especially for the fallback. Like, when I know I'm going to gain an extra hour of sleep, I get in bed earlier. <laughs> yeah. Some people wait. They're like, I can stay up longer, yeah. right? But you do, then you don't feel it. But yeah. I go to bed, like, a couple hours earlier. <laughs> so I'm like, hey, I'm well rested and True. ready to go. True. Spring is a different story, though. Yes. Because I usually stay up till midnight-ish. Yeah, reading or doing things, preparation for other things, and then I know, like, oh no, I gotta, it's actually I'm going to lose. It's one o'clock. Yeah. I need to go to sleep, and then yeah. I can't sleep at all. Right. Yeah. the The only thing that I don't necessarily like when we fall back like we are right now is it gets dark so early. Yeah, it's like five o'clock. Yeah, sunset, Braden, you know, it, my son, he's like, Dad, it's like six o'clock, and it's like it looks like it's midnight. Right. I'm like, yeah, that's just just kind of way it goes. Seasons, I, seasons change. Seasons do change. Yeah. Yes. So here is an argument okay. that is happening in my school currently. Wait, an argument sounds it's fairly it's, rough. This like, is to take a side. This is to, this is not a this is not this a Hatfield like, and McCoy's kind of no. It's just a it's just you're gonna make a stand. You're gonna take a stand. You are going to when I'm I lay this. I am ready to take. There a stand. are people in my school who say, Ryan, the seasons move from Halloween slash fall straight into Christmas. Oh, they skip Thanksgiving. They skip Thanksgiving. And the, you know, the the counter argument is, whoa, whoa, whoa. We got Thanksgiving in the middle there and Thanksgiving get doesn't get its fair shake. And I mean, just walk go to Lowe's right now. Yeah. They got all their all their Christmas stuff up. You know, they nobody That's... decorates for Thanksgiving. It's kind of And so these these ladies that I work with, they make the argument of, well, you know, it's a that day is about food. Thanksgiving is about food. Right? Fall, you can celebrate fall because the leaves change and it feels nice, and yeah. it's you know Halloween. Some people say autumn, kind of stuff. autumn, whatever. <laughs> but as soon as ha- basically autumn. as soon as Halloween ends, yeah, and and November begins, that begins the Christmas season. Okay, and they're like, so what am I making? A, am I, I'm taking a stand. Yeah, what's your take on that, buddy? So are you as you were you talking? Christmassy? I was going to try you... to find some music, but I, I'm going to wait. I think. I think there's something bigger going on with what you just said. Okay. Halloween, to me, seems like it's getting bigger and bigger. Yes. More people celebrate Halloween in our society than do the traditional Thanksgiving. What is the traditional Thanksgiving? It Uh, represents pilgrims and Indians and all kinds of colonialism. Right. Our society is moving away from that type of history. True. I would say, I think the younger you are the less likely you are to understand and appreciate Thanksgiving. Now, I'm not, not saying anything negative about those people, but I'm saying the further you are away from history, Thanksgiving may seem like just another day to eat. Yep. And Halloween's like, it's candy. Like, everybody loves <laughs> Halloween. Like, who doesn't love Halloween, right? I think the older you are, you're going to focus more on Thanksgiving than you are on Halloween, I think. I, I like that. I think that's cultural, but yes. me personally, I would, I don't, I don't celebrate Halloween like most folks celebrate Halloween. I think 
Thanksgiving is a time of Thanksgiving. I don't, I don't like the skip of yeah. Halloween straight into Christmas. So I'm, I guess the stand I'm taking is I stand that you observe Thanksgiving. Yeah. I mean, and, I think that's what you're asking. I'm not really sure. I, what I mean, asking. I know. I, I'm, and I'm, I probably I'm, went more deeper than what you wanted to. But. Well, here's the deal. Nobody's saying we should just skip Thanksgiving. Yeah. I mean, everybody likes turkey and everybody likes... But there's more know. emphasis on Halloween and right. Christmas. Right, and it's like decorations and all that kind of stuff. I yeah. mean, this week, this yeah. prior week, the tree went up in Times Square. Yeah. Did you see that? Yeah. An 83-year-old tree yeah. from Queensbury, New York. Whack. Let's take it <laughs> down to Times Square. It's it's crazy tall. It's out there and like hundreds of people came. Yeah. Giant crane to put the giant tree up. Like it's 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 Christmas time, baby. It's yeah. happening. I'm not a prophet. Okay. I think I think Thanksgiving will be less and less as we move forward. Yeah. Cancel cancel culture. I mean, I I, I think that's the way our society is going, just in general. Or we'll change the name or we'll change, you know, the the meaning behind it. I like, I that like the name. Depressing. That's not like an old man. Talking. Yeah, I like the name. I like the food. Yeah, I like the football. I like the you know. I like Thanksgiving. I don't know that people like necessarily, like I don't own a Thanksgiving shirt. You know. Ooh, yeah. But I you know I've got Christmas clothes and you know we don't really decorate for Thanksgiving at my home, but we've got yeah. Christmas stuff out right now. Um, so I I don't know I I, I hate the idea of canceling. I hate cancel culture. Yeah, anyway, if you're but. listening to a local church podcast, we have the authority to <laughs> cancel holidays, and I don't think we're going to cancel Thanksgiving anytime soon. No way. Check back in a few years. We'll we'll jump back in on this. Decide topic. if we want to or not. Uh, no, but I th- I th- I think it's just look at our society. I mean, you have to look at society. Society really doesn't care about our history anymore right now. I mean, yeah. I mean, really. I mean, it's, it's sad, but um, we don't. But we love free candy. We love free. You know. <laughs> I get to dress up, right? Uh, I mean, it's just it's just one of those things. Yep. Um, yeah, but even even I, I hand out candy, but I see October thirty first as Reformation Day, not a Halloween day. True. Um, so, but I mean, everybody is gonna focus on different things. I like Thanksgiving because families used to get together like big, right. big things. Now it's less and less. It seems like, um, but I still like turkey. I still like you know. Yep. Gobble, gobble. Yeah. That's all we I got. Just, we just fed a Thanksgiving meal to our widows and widowers. I'm going to do a hot take real quick, an unpopular hot take. You can take stuffing and throw it out the window. What? Yeah, I'm Whoa! not a stuffing fan. Yeah. I like, went there. Like, if if we go and I post, would take cranberry sauce over... You need to just put some brakes. It's like, no. right there, buddy. Cause... I, I would take... Um, <laughs> Uh, cranberry sauce. Yeah, RC Sproul just said, "What's wrong with you?" I would take cranberry <laughs> sauce over stuffing, ninety nine point nine percent of the time. I, I, you can't. Like, here's my thing. If in one hand I've got, if I had cranberry eat, sauce, if I had to eat I, a deviled egg, I would eat that over stuffing. And I don't even like deviled eggs. Look, here's my thing. Here's my thing. <laughs> yeah. In one hand, I've got deviled eggs. In my other hand, I've got cranberry. In my other hand. I've got stuffing. You probably got the banana croquette. Yeah. I've got a banana in my fourth yeah. hand. I've got a banana. I've got I've got it all, Ryan. <laughs> so which hand like rises to the top? Put all those hands together, no, buddy. That's gross. No. <laughs> speaking of speaking, put all that together. Put all our hands together. Veterans Day was this weekend. Oh yes. Um, most churches, I think, a lot of folks re- uh, recognize veterans. I got to go to your school. You did. We did. A, and we did uh, a, an assembly. Yeah, yeah. pledge of allegiance. I have Your a beef to pick it? with Wright Elementary, oh. though. Um, 
typically on celebrations of veterans, the yeah. the songs of each branch are, are played. Yes, and uh, it's we awesome. We played the artillery. You, you song. did really good. It's the same tune. It was more. It was caissons was the word. It was artillery specific. Yes, and so we were confused. All the army guys, we stood up it and then we kind of half went halfway. Down. Should we stand up or whatever? So yeah. I here. No, so, but we appreciate. Well, like, thank it's, you. It's it's appreciated. Yeah. Well, so what, at my school, we had an assembly where we brought all five hundred kids into into our space. And we had anybody who was connected to the military at all come and be honored, and they were up on the stage with me. And uh, as you say, we played each branch's. We played. We found a YouTube video yep. that that kind of displayed each branch's song, and I was terrified when it was happening because I saw <laughs> you guys. Like I didn't know this beforehand, but it's tradition that when your branch's song is played, you stand up. Yep. And so the, all the men and women who were in the various branches stood up during their time. Um, which I thought was really, really neat and cool. But the song that we played, as you say, was the artillery it, it specific. Was, it was the right song, but the wording was for artillery. It was for the artillery. And so uh, you yes. guys were kind of like, is this ours? Confusing. Should we stand up? What's yeah. happening? Um, but while while I'm grateful and, and, and I thought it was cool that you guys felt honored through that, I really took it as an opportunity to teach. Oh, and yeah. so we had those 500 kids there and... You know they don't know a lot about Veterans Day, and and you know we talk. I did a I did a nice, what I thought was a nice lesson to teach them about the history of the day and why we do the yeah. day and why is it important and why does it matter to me as an eight year old, you know. Yeah, kind of a thing. you did good. No, it was good. I think I I didn't I didn't know this in Kentucky. I think it's Kentucky. It Maybe a federal is uh, I guess law. Uh, at least in Kentucky, every school has to recognize not recognize or. They have to mention Veterans Day to their students. Oh. It's a law. Like I didn't know. That. I didn't know we had that law, but there is a law that schools have to at least mention it hmm. um, on on the day, or at least close to the day that we recognize veterans. On Did you go day. up to your daughter's school? They didn't do it. I think it was it was at the middle. Your wife's school. Did they? Uh, they had. They an did one. Too, yeah. It was like an eleven. I took Robin to the doctor's office. Oh, okay. Uh, but yeah, so we missed that one. But they but they took, had one too. Had I know that they, they had yeah. a big one. It was like yeah. two hours long. It was good. Uh, so that's big. Yep. Armistice Day, right? World War One. That, that's the day, November yes. the eleventh. Yes. Um, the year was nineteen eighteen. Nineteen eighteen. Uh, like when they signed it. Yeah. And the eleventh hour of the eleventh day of the eleventh. Armistice month. Day turned into Veterans Day uh, for later wars. Any other history history of the day? Anything else like that? Um, I think that's the big one. Yeah. It um, was nineteen fifty four when it became the after World War Two and after Korea. Then they said, you know what, this day should be about all veterans yeah. rather than just veterans of the Great War. Yeah. The war to end all wars, which... Typically, I don't, um, I don't like recognition. Yeah. Um, but here, as I get older, I get more emotional, I guess. And this year, I really enjoyed, you know, being a part of that stuff. So I had one, one uh, veteran come up to me afterwards and say... I've never, no one's ever thanked me. Yeah. This meant a lot to me. I was like, yeah. a lot awful. of the guys, Vietnam and Korea, Korea was like just a small little conflict, right? There, that, or the Korean War. It wasn't, it was a small conflict, but it was, it was a tiny time period between Vietnam and then Korea and then the newer wars. But those guys really got, you know, passed over. Mm -hmm. um, so, but now it's, we've, oh man, we've deployed millions of people to, you know Afghanistan, Iraq. You right. know, in the last twenty years, it's it seems like it's a common era, common thing now. So, yeah, no, it's good. It's good to recognize. I think we are disconnected from that. 
like I hate to say this and I, I haven't really thought it through much, so I'm not I'm not trying to be controversial here, but I, I I think that if you ask the average American, are we at war right now? Oh yeah, they would say no. I, um. I, I think they would be like, let me go Google that, find yeah. out if we're in the middle of a war right now. Like, even when you were gone and you deployed, like, I don't know that most people, it's so far from my everyday existence. Like, yeah, they're probably, they're doing something over there and, you know, yeah. blah, blah, blah. And, and that's a blessing. Don't get yeah. me wrong. I'm not saying, I, you know, by any stretch, do we want a war on our soil? But, oh, yeah. yeah. But it's, it's a shame that we're not more cognizant of, the the sacrifice that that yeah so many millions of people that you say are actually currently making Un- unfortunately it's not popular anymore right right it's not a money maker it's not a media you know frenzy type thing but there are tons of soldiers i don't know the exact number that are deployed right now in countries that we don't even know the names of right of, and they're defending freedom for those that are oppressed and totally um around the world so you can google it and there's a map um you can look up you know the army um, there's there you can Google probably you know deployment or or deployed currently deployed uh, soldiers uh, airmen seamen all that kind of stuff um, and you'll see a big map of wherever not everywhere but the bigger major ones mm-hmm. yeah but there are some that we don't even know about um, but how does all this tie into our context local church right so Malachi daylight saving seasons <laughs> Veterans Day it's be hard pull um, together how right? does this all <laughs> connect to the local church. If if you if you're in Shelby County, uh, Spencer County, Anderson County, you don't have a local church. Mount Moriah Baptist Church. We're kind of in the middle of all those counties. We can pull from all those counties. Yeah, we have folks like that around come the corners uh, from, from each of those. Check us out www.mmbcky.org uh, for more info. And we'd love to be able to. You can do a little contact thing on the website. We'll answer any questions that you have. But I would say that every one of these topics that we talked about are real. Absolutely. I would say every one of these affect us at a local church level. How? Well, marriage is important, right? We have to, uh, uh, the seasons, daylight saving times, veterans, all that stuff. But if our foundation isn't scripture, right? If our foundation isn't Christ, we're going to have different, well, I don't know. There's going to be different ways to view these things. Mm Mm-hmm. But if my umbrella, if the umbrella that I live my life is Christ, right, if he if he is the central focus of my life, that when I get to talk about marriage or seasons or Veterans Day, all that kind of stuff, I can see that my role as a breathing human being that represents Christ on this earth is that I can interject Christ in any one of these conversations, right? Absolutely. Um, that no matter what we go through, no matter the seasons that we go through, um, I I can share the good news. I can share Christ, uh, the hope that I have, you know, with whatever's going on. I mean, the, the news of the day, I think somebody brought up um, a Veterans Day celebration. Two airplanes crashed into yeah. each other. Yeah, wow, right? you know, Texas, yeah. Um, horrible, horrible thing. But I can interject that, you know, there is hope. <laughs> yeah. Uh, even when we go through things of, like, such tragedy, um, so, but yeah, my lens, Ryan, for the local church podcast is yes. One, if you're within our geographic range, um, you know, come on over and you know, don't forsake the assembly. Let's let's get together. Let's 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 jo- let's join the family. Let's come on. But there could be people in you know whatever Arizona that are listening to the podcast, yeah. and so so my my lens through through this idea of a local church is to 
encourage people to to plug in to a local church wherever yeah. it happens to be. And I'll tell you, I'll tell you my 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 overarching like this is a life lesson that I've learned when I was a younger man, and and I thought I need to make a difference, right? I need to I need to have my purpose in life. It was so grandiose. It was I need to change the world in some capacity. Got to be oh, the yeah. pre- president of the United States in order to get that kind of thing done. Like humongous, world changing, like totally unrealistic. But yeah. that was my 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 vision. And as I aged, and I realized I'm not going to do that. I kind of went through this like crisis kind of a thing like hey am i not fulfilling my purpose or whatever Mm. until i realized that my calling is not necessarily to change the world my calling is to change my world and so wherever i am like and whatever it is that that we talk about or that we do is 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 centered for me back into you know what is my foundation what is my local church that i'm plugging into and i'm surrounding my world with and that's that's my world, right? That I that I feel like I need to to plug in, to be engaged, to talk about, to understand, um, in order to 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 fulfill my purpose. Yeah. Um, and I every day my world gets bigger and bigger and bigger. And obviously we're on a podcast that's wor- literally worldwide right now. Yeah. Um, so that's a good thing. That's just you know expanding my my reach and my opportunities. But I have to have, like you said, you have to have that foundation. You have to have. And we encourage you to find a local church, right? That's got to be where you f- get your fuel. Yeah. Um, I, I I like the way you brought that in to uh, if you're if you're not connected, right? Right. Uh, so this is called a local church podcast because we are a part of a local church here, um, but the local church is global. <laughs> uh, it's yes. n- it's not just. Um, it's not just where I am anymore, right? We can connect across social media. We can connect across all kinds of different medias. And as we kind of close this this episode out, I think in the future, as we begin to kind of uh, talk through these topics, no matter what we talk about, it's tied to the local church. Like the things that we talk about matter. It may not sound like it matters at the time, but everybody goes through all these things that we talk about. We're just two normal dudes that are just talking. Except you're um, more, you're smarter than. <laughs> I doubt it. Uh, but but two dudes just talking about the everyday things connected to a church. Right? I mean, if we see this a lot in, in our congregation. I don't know how people make it through the day without a local church, without yes. a people that care about me. Right. Like so like when I when I know that I'm going down a wrong road, if I don't have somebody to help bring me back, like to wake me up, like I'm in trouble. Right. Right. And so yeah. Same thing. Like we just did the widows and widowers luncheon next door. You know, in in our fellowship hall, it was, um, you know, if if we if if you go if you go through something as traumatic as losing a spouse, and you don't have somebody to wrap their arms around you and say, "Hey, we do love you," you know, what are we just yeah. fighting this fight for? Yeah, love God, love people, make disciples. 